Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Connect and tonight on the show that... ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Big question is, is Ghana ready for the electronic vehicle transition and how much of a burden will this new tax, the emissions levy law, which is which has since taken effect yesterday, have on the average Ghanaian after the GRE started collection yesterday. They came and they were saying they were moving from taxation to production. The only hope for the people of Ghana is that the NDC or the minority is the only group of people in this parliament at this moment in time that can prevent the people of Ghana from further taxes and further hardship. The whole world is moving. Our brothers, as a result of politics, they are pushing everything aside as if what is happening today has never occurred. I never knew that taxing your own people to develop the same environment that will benefit the poor defies an alien economy.
Welcome back to the show. My name is Kweku Asante. And that was snippets of the debate in the House. And since then, we've spoken to Ghanaians on the streets of Accra and elsewhere who've shared the opinions about this new tax and also the vexed question as to whether or not the country is really ready for this new dispensation of electronic vehicles, electric vehicles, I should say. Almost all cars in Ghana, almost every car, motorbike, uses petrol or diesel to, to, to power them. So almost all of us are affected by this. Of course, depending on your CC, you will pay up to 300 Ghana cities per, 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 per annum. I've checked mine. I'm, I'm supposed to pay 150 cities. So at the end of the year, I would, I would have to pay that. Or if I have any business to do with the DVLA and I go there, I will be, I will be asked to pay, to pay 150 Ghana cities because of the coming into force of this new, um, this new tax. But we have some really interesting minds connecting with us on the show this evening for this important conversation. Kala Olympio is a regular on this show and a private legal practitioner. Kala, it's good to hear from you again. Thank you, it's good to be here. Thank you, Carla. And Irene Sai, a Ghanaian based in the United Kingdom. And Irene has some really interesting views to share on this issue for us. Irene connecting with us. Irene, good to have you on the show. First time. Hello, good to have you too. And just for the just for future, um, I mean, I am also a lawyer as well in, in Ghana and in the UK. So I've passed the pass. I'm also a legal practitioner. Great. And I'm currently based in the UK, so I'm happy to share my thoughts on, on the show. Great. So it means we'll have a lot of legal perspectives today on all this. Exactly. And also <laughs> you just how, said that. how this all goes. So Atu Alzin is also Atu Alzin Apia is a social entrepreneur, is a consultant and director of the Ghana Think Foundation. Atu also connects with us on the show tonight. Atu, good to have you connecting with us. Thank you so much. Last year, lawyers were trending. This year, they should trend more. Definitely. Because we've gone to the United Kingdom, we need to go to the United States as well. And we have George Poku. He's also quite a regular on this show and he's connecting with us all the way from the United States. Mr. Poku, good to have you again. Um, good to be here again. I'm no lawyer. But at least I'm an economist and an accountant, so we will look at the numbers. Great. So we'll try to balance this on the show. And perhaps one of the persons that will be impacted so much by this is GPRTU. They are, they are drivers pay already the pollution levy on every liter of fuel. But they are going to pay this also. And they had been making some concerns and they threatened to even increase lorry fares by 60%. That conversation is still happening. Samuel Amor is a member of the GPRT communications team, also connects with us on the show. Samuel, good to have you. Yeah, thank you very much, my brother. Right. So, Samuel, let me start right from you. And let me let me remind um, our listeners, you can always join in 055-1111997, 055 one 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 nine nine seven. Please send us a WhatsApp message. Tell us what exactly you think about this new, this new tax, and whether or not the country is ready for this transition. You can also do head on to our social media platforms and leave out and leave your message. We'll read them for you. So, Samuel, the the question is, has there been any resolution on how GPRTU is responding to this new tax? Yeah. Um, thank you very much, my brother. Um, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Please go ahead. All right. Okay. So I believe you are talking about this emitting tax, right? Yes, please. Yeah, good. Uh, yes. Um, this is the uh, tax we were talking about. We started, you know, complaining uh, about when we we heard that the uh, finance minister came out 
to, you know, announce that they are going to implement this emission tax. Then, um, to our side, we want to talk about emission. Of your listeners. If you want to talk about pollution, uh, 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 vehicle pollution, is just the smoke that comes out from uh, you know our exhaust. That is the pollution we are talking about. And this same pollution we are paying on petroleum products, as you, as you earlier said. Um, every liter of fuel we pay ten pesos. That is for the pollution. So when it came that they are bringing in another emission tax, that is the same pollution. That is why. We started complaining. In fact, we wrote a petition to the parliament complaining that this is the same tax they are bringing out again. And that should the government bring uh, this tax again, um, it's going to, you know, put more burden on us. Already, spare parts has gone high, lubricant has gone high, we have uh, DVLA taxes has gone high, uh, insurance too has, you know, come out with another increment. And should this emission tax also come out? We are going to increase our transport fares by 60%. That is the first, you know, petition that we wrote to the parliament. Later before, you know, per our calculations, even before then, the emission has not started, but we came out with 20% increment. That is the, the transport ministry or the government also came in that uh, um, issue come and uh, invited us to meeting. And what happened was that they said we should hold on to this 20% increment. So, you know, we, 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 we had a, a discussion on it before. So what happened was... Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can hear you, please. Okay. So um, after our meeting with the transport ministry on the 20, uh, 23rd January, the agreement was that we should go back and, you know, put it on paper what, what we are so we, we, we were not even expecting this emission tax to come because when we met, you know, we complained and they were even telling us that uh, there are some, you know, uh, um, um, there are some, uh, 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 what do you call it, there are some tax sometimes, bills that sometimes will pass, but they will pass the bill all right. But it will take time before, you know, implementation will start. Mm, mm. So we're not even thinking of, you know, the emission tax in a certain day. When it came like that, now our is to go and check on, you know, this emission tax, the spare uh, parts implement, the lubricant and all others. Then we also put it on present to the ministry, then we come out of our fair increment. Mm. Okay, Samuel, um, I hear you on that. I, I would want to hear you again on whether or not the country is really ready for the transition to electronic vehicles. I don't know if you know of any truck driver that uses an electric vehicle, and very soon, if you can have you do that. But we'll, we'll get you on a better line. Your your network is breaking a little bit now. So we'll put you on a better line, and then we can get into that. But let, let, me, let me come to my other guest. And Carl, I want to start with you. Surely, this is a welcoming development if government wants to move the country to a place of clean fuel. And we must all back that. Kweku, anybody who knows me that knows that environmental issues are very, very close to my heart, right? So, in principle, the, the idea that the government is attempting to uh, put in place measures to improve our air quality would be a good thing. But then let's look at it in the context of everything that's else that's happening in Ghana, right? In our urban areas, 
we are cutting down trees like there's no tomorrow, right? The green spaces, there are no green spaces, right? Uh, the green space, the, the trees that can help to reduce the temperature, to clean the air, to help prevent flooding, they're cutting them down. The wetlands, they're concreting them up, selling them to cronies or whoever. So you ask yourself, how sincere is this plan to improve the environment? There's also a sanitation and pollution levy, I think, which is supposed to improve the quality of the air. Is the only way to improve the quality of the air by imposing a tax? And what are they going to do with this tax? This tax appears to be a flat rate tax. It, usually some of these taxes are either meant to deter people from buying this type of car and buying another type of car. And by the way, I know somebody who recently tried to bring in a hybrid car and I think the taxes were even higher. So, you know, my point, my point is that from my perspective, this is just a way to collect money. <laughs> the aim is not to improve our environmental well-being because if our governments were sincere about improving our environmental well-being, even leave aside Galamse, which everybody talks about, but nobody talks about the other things that are happening. So I don't think it's sincere. It's just a way to collect money. I mean, Carla, that's a very interesting, in, in, interesting dynamics you've introduced to the conversation, and that's why I want to bring in Irene. Because Irene, I mean, in your in in the country you live now, the United Kingdom, I think there are many, there are much, much more electric vehicles compared to say internal combustion vehicles, and and so if there was any tax of this sort, that would make sense in in, in light of what Carla says. So do you also sense that this is just an avenue to collect money, and not really, not really thinking about environment, looking at all the devastation that I'm is doing, and all of us are watching on. Nana, um, I need to first, I, I'm not I'm not here to attack anyone. So first of all, I need to just emphasize that. And also, I just want to say the government, uh, in as much as there's a bit of like uproar going on, um, we need to say they are doing well <laughs> to some extent because it's not, it's not easy to be a leader. But that on the side, if you ask me about taxes, in the UK, it's called the U.S. charge. These charges are taking to control the environment. So they are taking because of, um, and especially these are only on diesel cars, just to take charges from, because obviously we, we all know, petrol cars have higher greenhouse gas emissions, or like diesel cars, because diesel cars, um, rather, um, how do you call it, they produce more nitric, um, and how do you call it, oxide, and nitrogen oxide, and that's what destroys the environment, pollution, causes a lot of pollution in the environment. And that's why, they're trying to control these these um, sort of like gas emissions. So it's more about health and safety when it comes to the UK. So and even in the UK, it's not in in some parts of of the UK, just in the congestion areas such as London. So most people do not even um they don't drive in London because this is measures that are trying to like deter people from driving. So it's one is health and safety. Second is also to deter people to use other transport and um, transport options transportation options so in the uk there are different types of options you have the train you can even walk <laughs> call it like cities vents you can walk you can use a train you can use um back buses whatever you want in, in in the uk but these options are not available in ghana the only option that we have are these commercial vehicles and driving basically in in, in ghana so if if i'm not able to drive to 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 to, to london which, I mean, personally, I drive, but I will not drive to London. I'd rather take the train.
Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. But that's not the option in Ghana you have to drive. So if we are trying to impose these taxes, trust me, the people that are going to suffer are the commercial drivers. And it's going to, and you see, that's what they're trying to, that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to say that they are going to rather impose these taxes on, on the, on the consumer. So that means that the late person, the market, the low, the lowest people are rather going to suffer for this, not the rich people. And that, that's, that's, This is going to create a lot of like economic hardship because we are in an era where things are rather hard and we are trying to bring in these things. And mm. listen, it's not, it's, the, the, the rich people are not going to really, really feel, have, have, have this impact. The lowest people, the commercial drivers. So it's, 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 it's up to the government to actually look at this. Is it for health and safety or is it just to take a lot of like money from the people? Mm. If, if it's about money, there are different ways because there are road taxes are, are there. People are paying road taxes. They are paying other forms of taxes using the road. So we just need to analyze this. If is rather, it, are we doing this in the right sense? Are we doing it for health and safety? Is it a matter of like life and death? Or is it actually for, for just taking money's sake? Mm. So we need to consider all these options. Before we move forward, mm, thank you, thank you, Irene. And be, because you spoke about commercial drivers and how this will impact them, we have Samuel Amoa back on the line, or hopefully on a better line, so that we can wrap up with him. He can take leave of us, and then we'll get back around the table. So, Samuel, you yes, you've you've talked about what your position to these taxes is coming to effect, nevertheless, and since uh, since yesterday, that that law, the GRA has since published in the National Dailies about. The 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 of it. The question I want to ask you is: For you drivers, GPRT and the likes, are there mm. any plans to really diversify and move from internal combustion vehicles, move from diesel and petrol, and probably use electric vehicles? Do you, is that a conversation that has even been had at all at any level? Uh, well, um, we we have not had that engagement, and then uh, we we actually even don't know how you know, it is going to work. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah should it come, um, we're, all, we're all going to it. But at the moment, the question is, the vehicles we are using now is this uh, 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 vehicle that is using the combustion engine, internal combustion engine. So now that they say they are bringing in this one, the question is, how are we going to finance them? Are you getting it? So all that we need is, if should it, when, when they bring it, and we use it, that is when we also know how it works. But at the moment, we don't know how it works. Wow, interesting. I, I hope you are getting my I, point. I, I, get, I get the point you make. You don't, yes. have, you don't have electric vehicles yes. now. What you have is internal. No, no, machine. no. We don't have them now. So you insist on passing this on to the consumer. Okay. Are we going to hear from GPRT oh, yes. any, uh, any soon on an increment in transport fares? Oh, yes. That, 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 is, that is for sure. You know, I, I said earlier that um, we, we, we wrote... You know, earlier there was we wrote that we want to increase it by 20 percent. That is when we we had a meeting. And then we were asked to, you know, hold on till we meet the transport ministry for negotiation before we come out. 
after before this emission bill has also you know started being implemented so this time around definitely what we are waiting is to put everything on paper presenting it to the ministry then we also come out with the increment so since this thing has come to you know um, uh, 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 has come to stay all that we have to do to, is to also come out with an increment of our transport fares so that we can also you know, maintain our vehicles, we can also run the business smoothly, we can also serve the public well. Hmm. Because vehicles that we are using, if we are paying all these taxes and, you know, we don't get money to repair the vehicles, we don't get money to buy, you know, to, to buy good tires, you know, fix on our cars and all that. But, 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 Samuel, know, but Samuel, I want to ask, this is 300 cities a year. For for, yeah. for, for the kind of vehicles I see truck drivers use normally, what is a little hmm. over 3,000 cc? You're going to pay hmm. 300 Ghana cities every year. Yeah. Is is a driver paying 300 cities a year? Hmm. Is it equitable if you are if you are supposed to pass this on to the consumer for 20 percent, for instance? 300 cities a year. I'm coming. We, we are not we are not only basing on the emission tax. As I, I said earlier, you see, when we want to we talk about transport fare increment, there are components we consider. Petrol, we consider um, spare parts, we consider lubricant, taxes, and petroleum products. I said earlier that spare parts has been increased over 100% and above. I get it. And it, even the pollution, the, the emission tax that we are talking about, that we are paying 300 Ghana cities per year, we are already paying it on a petroleum product. We pay 10 pesos a liter. Yeah. And let's check amount of how, yeah, uh, the, the number of vehicles in Ghana, the amount of fuel we buy a yeah, day, no, like, and let's see the taxes we are paying on, on, yeah, on, on uh, uh, pollution. So this time around, we are not only basing on the emission tax, that is why we are coming out with this transport fare increment, but we are considering the lubricant, the tax, the, the tires, the, 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 the fare pass, the DVLA taxes and all that. Okay. Those are the things we consider before we are coming up with the, this increment, not only the emission tax, no. Okay, th- th- thank you very much, Samuel Amwat. Samuel has given us some perspectives. Samuel says, well, they are against this, they spoke against it, but government is going ahead with it. And so they are going to pass that on to the consumer. He explains that it is not just because of the emissions levy that tax uh, that transport fares will go up. It is because of a myriad of factors. And he's explained to us. He's also said, quite importantly, that drivers are not ready now for electric vehicles. They don't. They, they just don't have the means now, and they haven't been even. They haven't had any conversation with anybody. So they use the internal combustion vehicles for now. Thank you very much, Samuel Amor. He's a spokesperson for the Ghana. Uh, private road transport union gprtu let, let me let me come back around the table let me speak to you george poku you are you are you are also based in the u.s and we've heard from the, the we've heard the views from the united kingdom back here in ghana about about this tax do you do you do you also get a sense that this is just a money grabbing scheme by government to try and raise revenue it's not really about the environment no, to begin with. And also, because you are an economist guy, if you can give us the utility, will this really achieve anything that the government really wants to achieve? No. So that's, what, that's what I was about to say. To begin with, it has been proven that no taxes is ever absorbed by the organization or by the producer. And for that reason, it is definitely going to be passed on to the consumers which are going to be the people that get in your churches and your taxes because um, the car owners are not going to absorb this tax. So considering that they are being taxed already for the pollution and now they are being taxed again, which is double taxation one way or the other, this is definitely a money grab. But 
um, the other side that we need to think about it in the US, um, when you drive down the road, almost every like five miles that you drive, you find a charging station. How many charging stations have already been put in place in Ghana? For us to say that we want to go the route of having um, um, hybrid cars and things like that. We have not sat down to do a deep dive into what it is going to cost in order for us to be able to get to that place. If we put a hundred Teslas in Ghana right now, I can assure you that most of those Teslas are going to run and stop by the side of the road because their charge will be totally done. Because there are no charging stations that are around for people to pull up and say they are charging. So why impose a tax for something that you as the government has not prepared for? I know um, Irene spoke about the UK. UK, I know some of the buses have been gone the route of that in the US the same way. You have buses that are no longer using internal combustion engines. They are using um, chargeables and um, going that route. It's because the facilities have already been built. The basic amenities that are needed in order to let that happen have already been built. In this dispensation, it has not been built, it has been imposed. And this tax is just a money grab by the government, period. Because again, they cannot justify why they are trying to take this money. It is just, um, we are trying to get cleaner. How are you trying to get cleaner? What have you? The government have three jobs in, in, in its life. Provide um, infrastructure for the people that live in the country. You have not provided that for us to be able to say we are shifting to this electronic um, thing you are talking about. And so, if the infrastructure is lacking, how are you charging people for what you have not done? Mm -hmm. that, that, that is my first question. That is what we need to look at. You as a government have not done what you need to do. Do we have enough electricity power to do this? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Jumso has not been totally eradicated in the country. And you are talking about charging units across various regions. Because you need to build these charging units in, in, in all the regions. It's not going to be just building it in Accra. You have to make the Kumasi um, drivers also have charging units, Balagatanga, everywhere. So, what has the government invested that they are saying that they are trying to move us from where we are right now onto where they want us to be? Mm. No. I, I hope you understand the question I, I'm asking. If you have not provided any infrastructure movement, why are you there? Taking money from us. Mm. I mean, uh, George, very good point that you 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 you've raised about the infrastructure that is so important to be able to get on this, and this is why I bring you in again, Ato. Ato, the you you are certainly of those who really care about the environment in terms of the foundations you lead and the groups, the the advocacy you've been doing over over the years. But these are questions, real questions that have been asked. Despite your pollution engagement and your pollution activism. Do you sense this will achieve anything because of the real issues Carla, Irene, George, and the GPRT have all raised about the utility of this tax? 
Let me start by saying that at the Ghana Think Foundation, we are working on a project in Ghana with NFM for better air quality around Ghana, just to touch upon, I think, something that Allah said. Um, first, um, um, you know, we are talking about, we are in Ghana Connect. I'm wearing a web Ghana Gigi with the Ghana flag. You can't see it. And um, at Ghana, think, we like to think about Ghana. But unfortunately, that's not something that our duty bearers and our authorities tend to do a lot. I don't know if they are in their feelings because they went to COP28 and they have all of a sudden they're interested in emissions levies. The, I don't think, for me, it's, it's a pure maneuver. And I don't think the government has shown the political will or the interest or the will to really tackle the issues that really affect us in Ghana around the environment. It just seems they want more revenue. And I don't know if they want more, more, more revenue because they are not making enough money to be able to do the things that we need to do for Ghana. Let's talk about some of the things that we need to do that they're not doing, and maybe they want this money for. First, checking road-ready cars. Something as simple as that. There are so many cars that are not in great shape on our roads and we are not enforcing ensuring that the cars on our roads are roadway that's something that the government needs to do the government also needs to help ensure cleanliness i think we all heard what the president said once upon a time we also there the good thing is that in ghana we have a lot of great laws and policies especially around air quality but we're not enforcing them so I don't know if the government wants to raise money from the emission, emission levy to be able to enforce some of these policies. We also need to ensure that the systems are working so that waste can be collected to prevent people from burning so that we have less to worry about for carbon emissions in general. We're talking about commercial drivers. Um, I think commercial drivers would really be affected by this, but I think the government needs to be able to do some more to help commercial drivers, especially in solving traffic issues. The longer we spend on the roads, the more emissions we are having. We also need to be able to set up better public transport. And this government has been talking about railways. And I don't know what is so delaying our railways. But it would be great to have some of our railways, you know, um, come on stream so that some of the bigger tracks that are doing tracks from Burkina Faso to our ports and from our mining areas to our ports, and for which reason the Tauka Road is so bad, we can reduce vehicular traffic and reduce emissions. Well, good point. I mean, Kala, so around this table, we seem to all agree that maybe this tax probably wasn't well thought through or it's just a money-grabbing scheme. But the question someone would ask is, the government would have to take some very tough decisions. Of course, the infrastructure does not exist now. But in the budget also, I heard the government, the finance minister, about some tax rebates for persons who want to use electric vehicles. So clearly, the government is also looking there. And so in the UK and US and all the advanced, uh, in the advanced countries, the electric vehicles are, have now become a thing. And with the, with the world moving to uh, 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 more cleaner fuel sources. I mean, look at how bad the sun is shining because of climate change and how much carbon dioxide we burn into in society. Are we not just going to cut government some slack and allow them to be able to push some of these things through to be able to save the environment? I, I hear the point you make about Galamsey and all that we are doing, but the government needs to start from some place, I guess. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este... Comenzará en tu mente. 
¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Like I started the last time, environmental issues are close to my heart. In principle, the idea of minimizing emissions is a fantastic one. But like I said, whenever a law is imposed, that, or yes, it's, it's, it's a tax, but it's imposed via law, right? You have to look at you know, how it is being applied, what it is meant to achieve. Aside from, you know, people are talking about the, 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 the you know, charging points. True. Um, or are they subsidizing electric vehicles? People have mentioned, are they, are they uh, providing alternative means of transport, like railways? They talk about it, but we don't see it. But I'm saying that there are other things, other simpler things that could be done that are not being done, that are blatantly harmful to the environment. The same kind of thing that these emissions are doing in the environment are being done by the people who are in control, they are destroying the environment. I mean, to go, you know, people may think that this thing is, 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 is just for the sake of aesthetics. Parkland, like I said, we talk about flooding. All these things are environmental issues. Cleaning the air, you should have greenery. It's not just about taxing people and emissions, right? About 40% of London, which is a developed, one of the most developed cities in the world, is green space. For a reason, it reduces temperatures, blah, blah, blah. So my point being that, yes, if it appeared that this tax was being used as part of a larger plan by a government that is showing all of us that it really cares about environmental issues, that is making all kinds of efforts to clean, keep the air clean, that is encouraging people to maintain clean habits, that our cities are becoming more environmentally friendly, our air is cleaner, it is a healthier place to live, we see what they are doing, then yes, but that is not what is happening. So to me, it just looks like this is just a tax in order to raise revenue. Hmm. Because everything around it does not show that actually it is going to be used to reduce emissions. It's not even a tax that is targeted. Like the gentleman, sorry, I forget his name, mentioned, you see vehicles all the time belching out fumes. Is the tax even targeted so that the vehicles that are, you know, really polluting are going to be paying more of the tax? No, it's a flat rate tax. And aside from that, yes, people are talking about it because there's so many taxes. But 300 CDs over the course of a year or 150 CDs over the course of the year, it's not going to deter anybody if they're going to drive a car. So, what is the point? It's just to raise funds. That's the way I see it. There's nothing else. There's no sincerity about environmental issues. None. Irene, Carla makes a good point about yeah. what we don't do as a country. Look at Galamsey yeah. and how, 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 how devastating it, it is to the environment. Yeah. Look at all the other environmental issues. But the, the yeah. question one would also ask is, is it mutually exclusive so that well government is failing there but does that mean they cannot also look elsewhere and try and see if they can balance the equation to be honest i totally 100 i agree with carla in everything that i mean whatever she said especially when it comes when it when it comes to environmental protection because in the uk you find lots of packs around and that is for 
the clean air, um, everything there is to health. So if you ask me, yeah, we, I mean, it's clear, it's clear that the government is trying to take money from the people, but it's not to stop anything because one, what are you trying to stop? If you're trying to stop these commercial vehicles from using like diesel um, cars or polluting the air, these people already have a plan B. They are trying to push the, the, the charges down to the, to the consumer. So you're not trying to want, you're not trying to achieve anything by, by charging um, taxes. You obviously, you obviously want the money. And it's clearly, it's, it's clearly shown in, in, in that, in that aspect. But two, how are you going to enforce these things? Because in the UK, if you're trying to enforce unit charges, when driving, you find traffic and you find cameras down traffic, and that captures you if you if you've not paid your ULS charges. Now, if that captures you, um, you get a letter in your in your house or whatever that like you you've missed this. I mean, every 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 car is, is registered whatever you, to to address. Obviously, we do have that in Ghana, but the system doesn't work. That's the big question. Does the system work? So. How are you going to enforce these things? That gives avenue for corruption. Because who are you going to... I mean, measures of implementing these things. We are talking about enforcement as well. So it's not just about taking the money. We're talking about enforcement. We're talking about social impact, economic impact. People are going to be impacted. Like, country is going to be affected, really affected. So I don't know the reason for passing a bill, but I, I suppose in passing a bill, you should consider the cries of the country. Are these being considered because it doesn't look like it people are crying even nana b like the country's national organizer said it, it, it was very very important that the government tries to um come out from this, from this bill so look at everybody is crying that this thing is not a good idea it's just wrong it, i mean it's, it's a plan for it's a long-term plan for some somewhere like 10 years to come when infrastructure has been built when things are in, in line when systems do work because over here in the uk in in the us in developed countries systems work you know that if this thing is not going right we move to that if that is not going well we do this so systems do work but that's the question for Ghana. Are systems working? How are you going to enforce this? How are you going to do this? Are you actually thinking about the people in health? Because if you are, this thing is meant to stop at at some point. It's meant to deter people from doing some things. It's not even about electric cars or whatever. People, it's not about electric cars or people getting electric cars or whatever. Because they are not going to buy new cars in, in by January or uh, by, by February. People are not going to buy new cars. They're not going to buy um, how do you call it? Change their exhaust pipes and whatever just to use that loan. Can I say something real quick? Yes, Judge, go ahead. Yes, um, we need to consider this. This is not the only tax that is going to be passed on to the consumers. The, the, the industries in Ghana, the industries in UK, the industries in the US, they don't pay taxes. Taxes are always passed on to consumers. So, um, Let's not burden ourselves with who is going to pass what to who. Let's look at how we are going to get infrastructure set up. And is the government ready to set the infrastructure up so that the average person can now say that I am buying a hybrid car? Like Carla said, when you try to bring a hybrid into Ghana right now, it's like why would I even bring that car in? Because the taxes can buy another car for you. And for that reason, they are not making it favorable for you to bring the hybrids in. 
So why are you charging taxes on people that don't have hybrids when you have not created a good and effective system for hybrids to grow in? That is why this thing is a pure money grab by the Ministry of Finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the GRA. Because again, we need to look at it. Sometimes I think when we are talking about these things, we just talk about it in a grand scheme of things and we forget the nitty-gritties. The nitty-gritty is you are a government. You want to transition your people from moving from um, internal combustion engines to um, hybrids. One, you have X amount of planes flying into the country every day and I have not heard of a hybrid plane yet. Um, That's why I said yet. So these planes that come in have more um, combustion than even the average car has. Are we going to charge them? No, we are not. Airplanes are not going to be charged because we don't have the right over them. So are we really trying to do something for the environment or we are just doing something to take money from the average individual by passing down the tax to them for them to pay higher fares. That is the, 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 the thing that we need to talk about. Because at the end of the day, that is all this is. This is a car owner telling the, 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 the guy that is driving the car that I am not going to change. Go ahead, increase the fares. GPRT will increase the fares. And then the average person is going to end up paying for it. But combustion is all the industries in Tema. They pollute more than the average car pollutes in a day. Have we gone there to try and charge them pollution taxes? No, we are not. So it's a money grab. We understand it's a money grab. Instead of money grab, what is the government going to do in order for us to transition a far better way of doing things than we are doing it right now? Okay, George. Personally, that is... Right. Those are the questions you you are you you are asking Ato. I mean, clearly, yeah. then you 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 see the questions that Ato uh, uh, that George is asking, that Carla is asking, that Irene is asking. These are really germane questions, and I I assume you agree with them, given the view you shared earlier. Yes, I mean we need to ask questions in Ghana. I don't think we ask enough questions. We are too common. I mean, do you respect that person? So we need. To yeah. yeah, I was asking and if you... We need... Okay, Yeah. I was sorry. Saying... I wanted to talk about some of the other things that have been mentioned, but you let me take your question, I'll come in. I mean, you can you can just box them together. I wanted to ask if you if you, if you felt that the government did enough consultation before this, because I'm in parliament, I remember when it came, it came up in parliament, it was such a big conversation in parliament, but I didn't quite feel it outside of it. So many people had not heard about it up until yesterday when the GRA started seeing that it was going to take effect. Was that much consultation you believe from the side of government and then you can you can bring in the point yeah. so i don't have visibility as to how much consultation they might have done but i just i i don't think they did enough if they did enough um they would have come up with a better policy but unfortunately sometimes there is enough consultation but because the politicians want certain things they're looking at procurement economy how much money they are going to make for their own pockets they throw some of the things that were said in the stakeholder consultations out of the window. So I think for us as citizens, we need to continue putting pressure on the government and advising the government. And especially, we need to look at it from 
talking to our assembly men and assembly women and our MPs to be able to know more about some of these issues so that they can understand the right things that we need to do for our country and understand how to do them better. So, I mean, this year we have an election year, but I really like to see more Ghanaians find, like, go and look for your assemblyman, go and look for your assemblywoman, and start having conversations with them. We talked about data. So, um, EPA has some data on the air quality index, where sometimes we post on social media about what is happening in Legon. We need to be able to collect more data about, you know, emissions and air quality all around the country, from Wa to um, Hohoi to Axim to Kumasi to Accra. On the issue of electric vehicles, there are a few companies in Ghana that are working on electric vehicles. So the Solar Taxi, which is a startup, is Ghanaian owned and Ghanaian run. They started out from Kumasi, and they actually have charging stations for electric vehicles. They are not enough. Um, just to allude to some of the issues that um, were raised by George and others. Mm, great, 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 great points that you shared there, Atu. And let, let's let's take some messages that have been coming in. A lot of them have been coming in, and we'll, we, 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 we we want to take some of them for now. Messages have been coming in thick and fast via 055 Michael Papania Charlie is joining me in studio. Michael, what are people saying? Do they do they really back this tax and do they think we are ready for the transition? So, Kweku, if you talk to two different people, then you are getting the environmentalists say, yeah. Well, it's good if the intention is what we, we, we've heard. Yeah. But for many people who are going to pay 15% VAT on electricity, are going to pay another 15% on uh, uh, books, we understand now, and have to pay an additional on their vehicle and then on Trotsky, then certainly, when you think about it like that, then it, it becomes a difficult decision. But well, let's listen to them themselves. So Adam here, who is connected from Accra, says, if the government is in need of money, they should raise it from the party. Delegates conference... Uh, they use one billion dollars. Well, I don't know. I can't. I can't substantiate yeah, that particular number. That, but, yeah. but he says that, that one billion dollars was wasted. Now spare Ghanaians the headache. That's from Adam. Let's go to Alexander, who's connecting from Ablekuma. He says, please note that contrary to what you stated, there is no tax rebate for individuals who choose to purchase or use EVs. The relief government is given uh, based on electric vehicles isn't for individuals it is for imports of evs for the purposes of public transport so oh, individuals really aren't catered for uh, yes Alex, um so let's go to ruben in adenta he says pardon my ignorance what will the monies from emissions tax be used for plant trees or create another ozone layer oh. <laughs> well this will go into the consolidated fund and as usual fund their lavish lifestyle so final one here from andrew all the way from Tema, where your, some of your guests have already mentioned. Yeah. What we Ghanaians need a matter of urgency meets the press, like former press. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. So many people are not excited because of misinformation in the public. Well, I would have loved to know where you stood on this. But one, one, one addition yeah. that 
industries are paying as well. Right? Yeah. I think on the GRA website, they stated what categories of industries and how much it will be paying and all of that. I think that's 100 CDs per month. CDs, yeah. per month. Yeah. So they are going to pay him that. There's quite a number of things that are also happening, but mm. it depends on where you look on this side. If the money really goes into mitigating, getting mm. us better air quality in Accra, then you have a greater divide of people saying that well let's let's go for it it's the way okay. to go back right so michael papani and charlie bringing us some messages that he'll be sending us and this has generated quite a storm and on top story you heard about labor unions who are going to demonstrate against government for introducing a tax or a vat actually on 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 electricity consumption they are going to demonstrate and this emission levy is also quite making some rounds then a b you heard one of our guests allude to that the national organizer of the governing new patriotic party describing this tax as unnecessary and calling on the finance minister to withdraw it time to go around it around the table and ask if we should be doing this the question i want to ask you you all of you quite seem to agree that we are not ready for the transition for electric vehicles and and it will it will take some time before we get there let me start from you irene should this tax be withdrawn or abolished and Will, will your answer be any different if government is government says, well, at least this bringing something into the kitty. The, com- the, the economy is struggling. So we get something from here. No, no, this is, this is really, really sad, because it, it's really sad. It saddens my heart. You have no idea. I'm so passionate about the country and, and the things that go on that this is very, very sad because this is, trust me, a long-term plan. This is not, this is not a now situation because the country is not ready. The economic is not ready. Socially, we're not ready. Technologically, we're not ready. I'm not even sure politically we are ready. So this, because this problem is, it, it's going to kill businesses. Industries are going to like suffer because this is going to put extra financial pressure on on, on, on the economy and industries and businesses. See, this thing, although it is being done in London, it was abolished because because um, Sadiq Khan wanted to like expand it to other areas in London. It was it was a, a huge backlash. It didn't go through. People, people. There was a, a huge uproar. People cried about it, and trust me, it, it came down. Some some part in Manchester, in the whole of Manchester, it was a it was a backlash. It hasn't gone through yet. In Bedford, they, they cried about it, and now it's only on commercial drivers. So that that, that tells you that this is a big problem because even in areas where people can afford it, they are trying to cry about it. How much? How much more? Like. Ghana. I'm not trying to like downgrade the country. Yeah. Ghana is a beautiful country, and it, it can be, it can be very, very. It can be a very nice place to to actually live. But we need the systems to be in place. Systems are not working. It's all about the systems, Kweku. And every time I speak to people, I cry about it because systems are not working, and things are going to die. So we need to make sure that systems are in place. Infrastructure is in place. As George mentioned, infrastructure is a very big problem, and that needs to be put like it needs to be put in the right direction. Things have have to move accordingly, not this time, because the country is already we, we are in a very dire situation. Like mm. we are crying, we are crying for help. Mm. So the the government needs to come in and listen to the cries of the people. Because you talked about consultation, and trust me, I'm not sure there was enough consultation that was done yeah. before this thing was done. Because this is the cut of public opinion. People are crying, and justice needs to be done. Hmm. So I'm not going to because in, in, in countries, in 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 places in 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 the UK, they took this to court. But you cannot do this in Ghana because even if you the, want the, to do the, it, the legal regimes are, are quite different. So yeah, I, I get the point. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, get, I get the point. You, I get the point you make there, Irene. Quite passionate about this conversation. When she started, she was clear that this is something that she is very passionate about. She feels like so many people are just going to be burning. George, what are your views? Do we do away with this, or what, what? What exactly should the government be doing with this? Two days in since it was the implementation started, the, the the views are not just favorable. Well, boss, um, one, do away with it. Two, come back to the table and start looking at other means. I basically this is just a stopgap measure to fill in some of the gaps that we would have for IMF in regards to our revenues or our income at the end of the year. This is not a very good way to fill in those gaps. So, cut it out, come back to the table. Now, start asking very relevant questions like, how are we going to do it? How are we going to roll it out? Who are those that need to be brought to the table, like GPRTU and things like that, and sit down and go through it? GPRTU is just one factor. There are private car owners. And so you need to have a whole wholesome approach to this. Because again, like I'm saying, um, I heard somebody on the parliament floor say that combustion engines are going to be out of the way by 2030. How the person got to that particular dispensation, mm -hmm. I still don't know. Well, that, 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 was the, that was the energy minister, by the way, making that point and contributing and asking for, for parliament to approve it. Eventually, it was approved. George, thank you very much for those views. Um, 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 Atto, I, I guess then you share the same views because that does been quite a consensus around the table, Atto. Yes, yes. Um, but you see, for me... Yeah, um, I think we can do that briefly for you. Because we are really concerned about solutions. Mm and what we as citizens can do. Yeah. Because since 1992, we've seen our governments. Our governments have underperformed citizens. Mm. So for us as citizens, we need to do a lot more. We need to try and um, ensure that we can help contribute to the systems mm. and ensure that those in charge are doing the right thing and support them to do the right things. Right. Atto, Atto, Atto thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, this is how we have to wrap up. And um, Carla, if you are there in 15, 20 seconds, I believe... That is also your view. But some would ask, what, 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 what is the option for government? You would probably say they should keep focusing on Galamse and other environmental issues. The government, to my leaders, the leaders who travel abroad to London, to Paris or wherever and experience cleaner air there than in Ghana, who allow road contractors to cut down trees by heart, who uh, uh, redesignate green spaces so that they can sell it to developers and make more money, who allow cars to be belching out fumes all over our car. Show us that you are sincere about environmental issues before you come and impose a quote-unquote emissions tax. Mm. This is just a way to make money. The government right now is broke. We've had to borrow money. We need to earn more money. It is not sincere. Show us in so many other ways that may not cost as much money but would just mean a reduction in greed that you care about environmental issues before you impose taxes. Mm, right, Carla Olympio, thank you very much. Carla, you just heard her. George Poku, Irene Sayanov.
interesting hearing from you on your debut on the show. Hopefully, we get to hear from you so many more times on Ghana Connect. And you also heard from um, Samuel Amor of the GPRTU, and then Ato, who is also passionate and is, an, uh, is a CSO guy. My name is Kweku Asante. This is how we wrap up the show. Um, up next, the library with Andy Dusty. We continue our conversation with the Kewa. But this conversation is going to continue about this emissions levy bill. Do you back it or do you not back it? It's a conversation that we'll continue to have. I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.